Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is the Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On the Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach, a writer, a speaker, and a mama. I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Wolf, and today we have a very special treat. I'm trying to remember if I say that every time. I feel like every time's a special treat, but today is like a supremely special treat because I have two of my absolute favorite humans that are walking on planet Earth. I bet you can't guess who it is. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Would you like to go ahead, sir? Hi, I'm Jackson Wolf, and I'm Kelly's son. Hi, I'm Miller Wolf, and I am Kelly's son. Okay, I have these two sons in here today. And we don't have the daughter today because today is about the boys. It's a boys' day. We thought that it would be fun to talk to the kids. You know, it always interests me how us adults kind of interpret what we think the kids are going through, but we don't typically ask them what they're going through. So I thought today was a perfect day to bring them into the conversation. How do you guys feel about that? I feel good about that. I feel pretty good about it. Do you guys want to tell our friends what happened to get you here last year, if you remember? Uh, when we moved here, our father was actually working on this show called Nancy Drew. Okay, so we lived in Park City. So when he was like in Canada for a long time, we decided that, oh, we should just move to Canada because he's going to be working for a long time. So now we live here. How did you feel, Miller, when we had to move? I felt uh, weird because we were going to go away from all of our friends and we wouldn't see them and we would only be able to FaceTime them on our things. But I was still happy that we're going to meet new friends and dad is really happy about the new movie that he's on. How was it at first when you first moved? What was that like? Do you remember? Um, It was kind of confusing because first of all, I was constantly feeling like I couldn't breathe or like... Because we're used to living on a higher, like, elevation, and being next to sea level was strange at the start. Why do you feel like you couldn't breathe? Do you think it was... I don't know. I felt like I was having some, like, stress Mm. because of all of the, like, moving and, like, like, not having, like, friends that I could, like, go hang out with for a little while. But that changed really quickly, and I have a bunch of amazing friends. Yeah, what helped? Just breathing and meditation. Oh, wow. It really helped a lot. It, it, it did? Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that like I'm surprised, and I'm not surprised, but you think those things really did help. Mm-hmm. When we first came up here, was that the beginning of COVID? No, it was not the beginning, but it was definitely close to the beginning. So it was like kind of all shut down. There wasn't much to do. Miller, what was it like moving in the middle of a pandemic? I don't know. You don't know? Did you know that there was a pandemic happening while we were moving? Yeah. How did you know? Because Because it was all over the news. We were having to wear masks. Everyone was wearing masks and 
we quarantined for a long time and yeah, we couldn't like go take an airplane to visit our family members or something. First, Miller, I'll have Jackson answer this and then you answer the same question, okay? What did you guys think about COVID when it first started? Was it scary? Was it was some of it kind of fun? What did you was, what were what did you feel? It was confusing. Like when I first thought of it, like I was just like, "Oh, it's going to be a break from school. Hooray." It it wasn't just a break from school. It really wasn't. What changed in your mind? Just seeing how much it's affecting our world and everything is pretty crazy. Is it hard? Yeah. What's the hardest part? Not being able to travel because we have no family actually in Canada, so we can't go see people. If you could go see anybody right now, who would you go see? I've really wanted to go back to Park City for a while now. I've yeah. missed it so much. Me too. I, I feel the same way. What? Tell me the things you miss. Well, I miss the ski hills. I miss our friends. I miss everything. I miss our house. I miss the hiking trails. I miss everything. Park City was amazing. I made a lot of good friends. Yeah. What about you, Miller? What do you miss? Well, when COVID first started, I didn't really know that it had started because it wasn't on the news when like it first started happening. It wasn't on the news and it like people like I didn't see anybody wearing masks. And then like like two days after that, it was on the news and everyone was wearing masks. And like then I heard that like we can't go to like visit our family members because I wasn't that old. I was like four or five. Incorrect. You were, you were, I think you were, when we first came up here, you were seven. Yeah. You know, we haven't been here for that long, Lils. It feels like three years we've been here. No, trust me, we've been here for around a year and a half. Uh, yeah, I just, I just miss my friends and I hope I can see them soon. I just miss my friends in USA. Do you know what I've missed? What I've missed probably the most over the last couple of years? It's that deep connection, especially that deep connection that would happen over dinner, over a beautiful bottle of wine. So this year, personally, I have made a commitment to make my moments. And that is the tagline of my favorite winery, 1111 Wines. 1111 is a luxury brand and a female-run winery. They focus on connections, bringing people together, and just that essence of synchronicity. They believe in being present while you enjoy wine and food and company. And doesn't that sound so good right now? I love giving 1111 wine as a gift. It just hits in a really special way. When you get a box of 1111 wine on your doorstep, there is no person that I know that would be sad about that. I love doing this for holiday gifts, which guys, it's going to come upon us really fast. So, you know, get on top of that. Corporate gifts, or sometimes just celebrating your friends and loved ones. And, And people, reminder, you can get gifts for yourself. We can do things for ourselves. That's really important. There are 14 small production varietals in the wine portfolio. All of them I have tried and all of them I love. So today, don't wait. Go to 1111wines.com and get something special for yourself because it's time to make your moment. 
If I told you all the awards that Vintner's daughter has won, we could be here for an hour. Glamour, bizarre, town and country, pop sugar. They say things like best beauty product, best skincare, best essence, best serum. And when you try this legendary duo, I think you're gonna be a fan too. The active treatment essence and the active botanical serum have earned their spot at the table. I know I'm gonna sound like the proud mom at the school play, but I have to tell you, there are some really important pieces to purchasing Vintner's Daughter. You know, all products don't come the same. There are certain companies that go that extra mile and Vintner's Daughter is one of them. It's not just about the product anymore. It's about what the company does. And this company is committed to their social impact. They are committed to sustainability. They are vegan, they are cruelty-free. This is a clean beauty product. There's no toxins in this product. It is carbon neutral. It has the highest classification that you can get for green certification, and they are on the cusp of becoming a B Corp. Guys, if you don't know what a B Corp is, you have to go see how incredibly hard it is to become a B Corp and the commitment that a company makes when they've reached that pinnacle. I believe in investing in things that make a difference and Vintner's Daughter will make a difference in your skin and they're also making a difference in the world. Vintner's Daughter believes in a fewer is better approach. When you go to their website, you're not going to see hundreds of products, you're going to see two. Go to vintnersdaughter.com today. That is V-I-N-T-N-E-R-S daughter.com. They offer two-day complimentary shipping and they have a subscription program where you will get your sixth bottle for free. You guys, you are going to thank me later. You know what people say about kids a lot? You probably hear this. Mm -hmm. People always say this word resilient. Oh yeah, or flexible. Yeah, have you heard that word? Mm -hmm. A lot actually. What do you guys think when people say that about, about kids? Mm. Do you know what it means? Yeah, it means like you'll get up whenever you're get hit down. Hmm. I don't know. Do you think that's true? Do you think kids are resilient or do you think that some are? That's something grown-ups hope. I feel like most kids are. I feel like if you were a kid during a pandemic, it's a, like hard and it's confusing. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's like a representation of resilience. How do you stay resilient? I just hmm, never give up, basically. Mm, yeah. Are there some days that seem harder than other days? Yeah. What makes them the harder days? Hmm. I don't know. Some days you can be sad for no reason. Sometimes you have a reason. Sometimes you could be super happy for no reason. It's always different depending on the day. So true. There's this man that when we were kids, his name was Mr. Rogers. Have you guys ever heard of him? No, I have. He had this kid show on that we used to watch all the time. And he had this question. He said, what do you do with the sad that you feel? And he would ask kids that question. What do you, what do, you do with the sad that you feel? Occasionally, I'll tell a trusted adult like you. Or I will just kind of hide it away because sometimes that's the best thing. Well, it's not usually the best thing, but it's just the option that I chose occasionally. Does it help when you talk? Yeah, it helps, but I'm just not used to talking about it. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes when we don't feel good and we maybe we feel sad, but we don't know why, it's even harder to talk about. Mm -hmm. That's what I think sometimes. You can't give someone a reason for you to feel bad. I guess that we have to remember that sometimes there 
isn't an obvious reason. Mm-hmm. Miller, what about you? Uh, what do you do with the sad that you feel? Well, one time I uh, went to remember my first ever sleepover with Andrew's family. In the middle of the night, I woke up and I was keep on calling dad and texting him and I was crying because Andrew left to go sleep with his mom in a different room. He was the bed beside me and he went to go sleep with his mom and I was crying and I was so scared and I accidentally woke up his mom. That's okay. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. She didn't mind. No. And sometimes when I'm sad, I just don't really show it. Sometimes I'm like, I'm really sad. And when I'm with like not my parent or not one of my cousin's parents or something, when I'm with like a teacher or like a Spanish teacher or something, and I feel like really sad and my eyes are like coming up, I just try to hide it and I try to keep my tears. Was that in your Spanish class where you had to only speak Spanish? Yeah, so maybe you didn't know the words to use? No, and I was just like freaking out. It was sad. I want to know what it feels like. Maybe you guys don't even remember. That would be fun. That would be interesting because this has been two years of a pandemic. Do you remember what it was like before? Oh, yeah. Yeah? And what do you what do you think about it when you see people going through this and you hear about the things? Does it make you feel scared or what what kind of feelings do you have or have you gotten used to it? What do you mean about people going through? So if you hear anything about just that, just the word COVID, what do you feel when you hear that? I don't know. I've gotten very, very used to it over the few, two, like, Two and a half, no, like around two years. It's been two, two years. years, hasn't it? Almost yeah. two years, yeah. From the, yeah, it's been like around two years. From the two years that it's been happening, it, I've gotten really used to it. It's like a common term now. There's more cases than ever now. and Maybe that's that resilient word they use about you guys. You just kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, Miller. We're going to have some happy thoughts here in a minute, but I do want to know this. What's harder to handle, moving or COVID? COVID. COVID. Tell me why. Because the thing is, COVID like makes people not be able to fly on airplanes or go anywhere to see your family members or see your friends. And you need to like be in quarantine for like eight days and lots of people... Remember how we put up, like, a counter of how many days we needed to be in quarantine? And it's just worse than that because, like, moving, you need to fly in an airplane for that. And when it's COVID, you can't fly in an airplane. So you need to wait until your quarantine's over, and then you need to wear masks, like, do everything. It feels like a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah. Just like a lot of things you have to remember. Yeah. That can be kind of hard. Well, seems to really like airplanes. I know. I was just noticing that the the biggest thing, the hardest thing, and I agree with you, is the, that it's hard to travel or that you can't travel, but that also... I've said that I can't travel like 18 times. Do you think that's also just because because we can't travel or it's harder to travel, it just limits how much time you can spend with people and that really it's about people? 
Maybe. about missing people? I also miss traveling a lot. Like Where I is it? miss people. Well, you know, Jack, pretty soon we're gonna we're hopefully I going to have a trip a that is for you because you went through almost three birthdays now of not really having a birthday. Yeah. This will be the third one coming up. Well, I But I'm gonna hope that you get to have it. Two, actually, eleventh and twelfth. But so if you could go anywhere, hint, hint, wink, wink, I'm taking notes over here. Where would you want to go? Can I go? Can I choose multiple places? Yeah, of course. Okay, I really want to go to Japan because of their food and their culture. I just find it really interesting. And I've also really wanted to go to Italy because of like everything. Italy is just awesome. Okay, and I. I really want, for my birthday, which is in three weeks, November 10th, I want to go to, hmm, what should I go to? Where's a place you'd want to go in the world? With my friends. Sure. On on my birthday with Uh my friends. I want to probably go to a haunted house. (gasps) Oh, dear. (laughs) Okay. So these are the places you'd want to go. So you guys know what flow is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious about something. We all feel like the last two years have been hard. And people constantly do say that kids are resilient. I think kids are resilient, but I think they also tend to kind of not get a chance to say a lot of the things that they're feeling and what's going on inside of their heads, right? So let me ask you this. Tell me the good stuff that's happened in the last two years. I've experienced a lot of new things because I moved to Canada. I've made a lot of new friends. I, One of my favorite places in Canada right now is definitely Whistler because of their amazing ski hills. And I also love Cyprus because of their amazing ski hills. And because of the Eagle Coaster during the summer, it's so much fun. I went on it with one of my best friends ever, Dylan. It was awesome. Some of the best things over the past two years would be I actually found the move really fun because of the long drive. Do you like a road trip? Yeah. I feel like you've kind of always liked a road trip. Mm -hmm. We might need to take you on some more road trips. Yeah. (laughs) So what about things that aren't on the outside? Mel are snuggling Leo, but you want to come over here and talk to us? There was something that I was thinking about the other day that... When all of this stuff happened, I don't know if you guys remember this, but prior to moving, mom and dad were busy. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. There was just a lot, right? I mean, dad was commuting to Canada. Do you remember all this? He would come back for like a weekend at a time. Yep. He would come back for a weekend at a time. And we have all been together this whole time for two straight years with very little being apart from each other. What do you think about that? It's pretty awesome because of having a dad that's like a big actor. He's usually gone a lot. So living in the same spot as like where he's acting is pretty awesome. We're usually with him a lot now. We get to be together more. Yeah. Okay, Miller, what, since Jack said that, what is that like having a dad that's, that's a, that's an actor. Miller's putting the headphones on because we've been, we've been all wanting to wear the headphones. Okay. Yeah. What is it like? Tell people what it's like to have a dad that's an actor. Well, he's gone a lot, a lot, and we don't get to see him much because, like, these days he only comes back at, like, like he only comes back, like, at 8 before we go to bed, and 
we're still awake, but he comes really early right when we're hopping off our electronics and going to bed. And uh, we don't get to really see him much in the day because in the morning we eat breakfast, then we go to school, mm. and he leaves to work he, when we're eating breakfast. No, he usually leaves way before. So last night, so he set a timer yesterday for like five in the morning. So he's leaving like really early, like really early, early. What's fun about having an actor for a dad? Oh, you get to go to the sets. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah, I went to the sets and it was really fun. And the other thing is he gets us money, <laughs> which... Not you know, only money, Miller. Come yeah, okay, on. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what about... What about He you gets guys? us $1,000 every word, he oh, says. Oh, what? Yeah, that's a bit I'm off. pretty sure that's not accurate, but let's pretend like it is. I mean, it sounds nice. Do you guys ever think about wanting to be actors? Yes. Yeah. And? Uh, I think it's a choice, but I think I'm going to be something else. I think oh. I'm going to be a singer. A yeah. really good singer. A really good singer? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jack? What, what's in your heart? I don't know. I've always wanted to start a business. You know, we have said about you for as long as I can remember that I'm 99.999% sure you will have some kind of business experience in your life. Your mm-hmm. your math mind is impressive and you're very diplomatic. You'd be a good leader. Miller, you want to be a singer? Can you sing something for us real quick? Yeah, man. <laughs> sing your favorite song. I know it. You don't have to. But I I like only singing in the bath. I like only singing in the bathroom. That's a, that's true for a lot of people. Yeah. The shower sounds the best, huh? Miller, yeah, shower. Miller, but you got to admit you sing a lot while playing your video games. But tell me something else, Mel. You sing a lot. What is there anything else that you love? Um I I I love doing flips. I love school. What kind of like business or like work do you like? What job? Um, a uh, uh, singer. Yeah, and you know what? When you're eight, it's really hard to even know what you would think. I just don't know what's hard to I get. Use. Can we figure out? A name? Yeah. Why don't we put it out there to this audience and ask them to put? We'll put a poll up on my Instagram and say what should Miller's band uh, name be called? Band name or solo artist be called? The Millsy. <laughs> Have you ever heard the saying, "Health is wealth"? Health is wealth. That saying never really resonated with me until the last couple of years. Until I realized that when you don't feel good, everything starts to fall apart. Everything becomes harder. Well, I have a solution for you. My friend and owner and creator of Blueberry Nutrition, Joanne Schell, who has already helped women across America to find self-love and reshape their lives through her healthy habits practice. Joanne creates custom programs for every single individual client. Her programs are based in behavioral science, and it will give each individual person a new playbook of healthy habits they can implement immediately. Here's the thing about Jo. Yeah, I said Jo instead of Joanne, because you'll call her Jo too, is that she is kind, she's clear, she's compassionate. You get all of this incredible information over the phone or Zoom. You don't even have to leave your house. So for me, my personal recommendation would be to do the online Nexus program. This can be used for just a quick attitude shift. And I love 
this idea of an attitude shift because a lot of these techniques and tools are all going to come from how we think. This is why it fits perfectly with our flow protocols. I know how this goes. As soon as the holidays come around, everything that you need or want is going to go onto the back burner. So if I were you, I would get on board, go to blueberry-nutrition.com and start this wellness journey for yourself today. You guys, we get to sign up. We can sign up today. You can buy a session and you are going to get 10% off when you use code FLOW, F-L-O-W. Again, that is blueberry hyphen or dash nutrition.com where you can sign up and start your journey today. I have a soft spot for Margaret Webb because she's a friend. She's a sponsor of Flow. And she's also a person who has helped me navigate complicated issues with my middle child. My middle child has severe anxiety and Margaret has helped me come up with tangible ways that I can ease his suffering as well as put more joy into our household overall. When your child is struggling from being on a different developmental timeline, it can feel very alone and isolating. Margaret currently has a self-guided class on her website called Parenting the Child You Didn't Expect. It's a really powerful course. It has 10 sessions inside of the course and you can download it and you can do it on your own timeline. She's also offering flow participants a free session. If you go to her website, Margaret Webb, that's two B's, margaretweblifecoach.com and you go to one-on-one sessions, click on it and you will see an option for a free flow session. So if you've gone through the self-guided class and you want to keep doing more, I highly recommend reaching out. margaretweblifecoach.com and I promise you won't feel alone. So if other kids were listening to this, I'm going to give you a compliment. You both are really good at making new friends. And I know that's probably a byproduct of having to move so often in your life. But if there were some kids listening to this that were afraid of making new friends or that they found it really hard, what advice would you give them? I have some advice. What I would say is you should definitely go talk to people. Don't shy away from it. It's fine if they ignore you or anything. There's always a second try. If you just gotta, if you just gotta try, if you don't try, then you'll never find out. That's how I met a few of my best friends. What would you talk about? Do you talk about sports or what if you can't think of something to say? Let them start the conversation so that you can like just kind of follow. Yeah. I've done that quite a few times. I don't like starting conversations because I don't know how to like end them or like. (laughs) These are such complicated skills in life. Do you usually ask a question to start a conversation? Only if it's like an interesting question that I've been thinking about for a few days and I've like wanted to ask them. What about you, Mills? What advice would you give to other kids that were trying to make new friends? I would, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. You have any advice for the people? No, you don't have to. Okay, go ahead. You need to not be dumb in life. Got it. So listen, listen, guys. Here's the thing. I am huge fans. Huge. I love you so very much. Record level. All right, I'm going to ask you, this is the hardest and the last question. 
Okay, I, I, I don't know. This might not be a hard question, but I'm not sure. So, but I'm going to ask it anyway. All of us adults, most of the people that are listening to this are adults, although maybe some of them will play them for their kids today. But if you were going to give us some advice, give us adults some advice, what would it be? I don't think I'm old enough to be doing this. <gasps> I completely disagree. You wouldn't give me any advice? Like, honestly, yeah. you guys have been alive for four times as long as most of us. We can't really coach you on anything. You're already, like, way ahead. You know what I thought you were going to say? What? Just relax. That's something you should do, but at the same time, you got to... Who's the more strict parent, me or dad? Ooh. Ooh. I feel like dad is less strict, but he doesn't realize it. What about you, Mills? I feel like um, the less strict one, but so... Who's the less strict one? So the the less strict one is probably mom, but dad is more... A pretty and handsome. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> but, rude, Lou. But my mom so is funny. more uh, flexible. Okay. So dad's prettier than me, but I'm more flexible. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you guys are the same. Okay, so so tell me about what are your favorite qualities about dad? He exercises way too much. Oh, okay. That is a good thing. Well, uh, it is a good thing. Um, he loves our family, he loves our dogs, and he loves me more than Lucy and Jackson. Okay, got it. What about you, Jack? What are your favorite qualities about Dad? I don't know. He's kind, he's empathetic, and he's funny. Well, that was that was my question is, I mean, how funny am I? Ooh. You're not funny you're at like all. A, you're like a... You're a solid, like, 9 out of 10. No, you're a solid. I think I know who's going to get the best Christmas presents. I'll be sending Santa a letter directly from me. By the way, I'm getting ear pods. You're going to get them? Ear pods. But also for my birthday, maybe. Yeah, you've got a lot coming up here in a little bit. (laughs) Lucky little booby boop. Well, you know what, you guys? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the Flow Podcast. This was really helpful. And I just want you to know that no matter what happens all the time, I've always got your back. I'm always here. No matter where we go, you've always got a friend in me and a mom in me. I love you. Love you. Love Flow Podcast. Bye. All right, you guys. Thanks for coming on my podcast. It means a lot to me. I can tell you something that's incredibly selfish, which is I want to listen to this in 30 years because it is going to be actual gold in my life. You two are so insightful. You're so kind. You're funny. And I mean it when I say that you are truly, and I'm not, it's not because you're my kids. Dad and I talk about this all the time. We just think you are incredible people and we love being with you. One of the greatest gifts for me in the last two years was all the time that we have gotten to spend together because, you know, I would like to believe that we would have made that happen, but I don't know that we would have. So it's something that I always hold on to and remember, especially the days that things feel particularly hard. So 
I will say it. I do think you're resilient, but I also think that you all, all kids deserve to be heard and talked to and brought into the conversation sometimes, because I can tell you what I've noticed. Us adults, we're not always getting it right. And if you ask me, I think you guys tend to have some of the better insight. It doesn't really matter how many hundreds of years I've been here on this planet Earth. See, that's why I'm the funny one. That makes me the funny. Yeah, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sympathy laugh if I ever heard one. Okay, the final thing that happens on the Flow podcast is we tell everybody the three M's. Do you know what they stand for? They stand for munch, move, and meditate. So here's how it works. You have to tell everybody what you ate for breakfast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jackson was giving me a very hard time today on his breakfast. All right, Jack, tell us what you had for breakfast. Apple. Miller? Um, I had oatmeal. I had oatmeal, and uh, my brother ate. My mom gave my brother a bowl of apples because he wasn't feeling that good, and my brother only ate one apple out of the whole bowl. I had the whole bowl. Just for clarification, I had the whole bowl. Okay, so that's your munch. And tell me about your move today. Uh, We took a hike at Lighthouse Park, which is an amazing park. Anybody who lives in Canada should go try it out. How do you guys feel after Wait, you... Leo wants to talk. Leo wants to Hold talk. on. How do you guys feel after you move? Pretty good. Tired, though. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and meditate. Now, I don't know. We don't like... You guys don't do a classic meditation, but did you spend any time just sitting around and clearing your head? Uh-huh. Uh, we did a little, uh, me and Mo did this little running thing where we would run around the table and we'd time ourselves. I beat Miller by a minute. That's and so we, funny. I we, saw you guys doing that. We went to, we went to 40. We, we went to 40 and my brother beat me by one minute. My timer was, uh, three minutes, three minutes, three minutes and 30 seconds. And his timer was two, uh, uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. Last thing. You're going to help a lot of parents when you say this. What's your favorite thing for dinner? I love to have... I love how long this is taking because I ask them this all the time and nobody will ever tell me. What's yours, Miller? I was going to tell you. So my favorite, my favorite is probably... It has to be mashed potatoes with steak on the side with some ketchup beside the steak. Why steak on the side? Anyways. Wait, no, um, steak in the middle. My favorite meal would definitely be... I think I know yours. What is it? But I'm not positive. Is it the half-baked harvest chicken parmesan? Oh. Is it close? Yes. Okay. I I wouldn't be able to tell you in like a million years what my favorite food is. I Okay, actually my favorite food is I love sushi. I'll just say I love love sushi. Okay, so yeah, I I was going to say sushi or chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. So, for those of you out there who will need to know this, I feel like the chicken parmesan hits pretty hard every time for everybody most of the time. All right. We'll share that one. It's a half-baked harvest recipe. All right, everyone. I love you guys so darn much so much you bring light into my life every single day say bye